Everybody, I absolutely loved this episode. It was the it was the best one that I've Don't ever lie seen. to the people. No, I'm not. I'm being serious. I was well, lying to you before. You're lying to me? Well now I'm confused. Yeah. That's how it goes. <laughs> well, we are recapping the finale of Bachelor in Paradise season seven, I think it was. Yeah. Season yep. seven. Um yeah, before we started, you said you hated this episode, and I was going to say, I still don't know if you're lying or not. I guess we'll never know. Um, I was going to say, yeah, basically everything that happened except for the proposals doesn't really matter because all the couples that broke up are back together. So it doesn't really, yeah. <laughs> nothing matters. <laughs> like, I, I was I was just kidding. Like, this I this wasn't, like, my favorite episode, but I did I did like it. I mean... There wasn't a bunch of stupid childish drama. It was just, you know, pretty. It was actually pretty clean cut. Like, yeah, like uh, each couple went. They talked. They either decided to, to give it a try for the overnight or not. And then they got engaged. The ones that did. So, yeah, there's a theory. I heard someone say that you never see more than three couples go into the fantasy suite. So. Maybe, like, with, like, Becca and Thomas, they were like, okay, we need you guys to, like, break up. Because that was the fakest shit I've ever seen. Like, their breakup. Like, we don't have enough people for four fantasy suites. Y'all need to break up. <laughs> like, Why would they limit how many people can go to fantasy suites? I don't know. Uh, that I makes just, sense to me. It makes no sense, but thinking back, it really... I can't remember a season where they've had more than three couples, and there's been couples that have, like, broken up and got back together after the fantasy suites. So I'm like, hmm, it's a conspiracy theory. It might not be true, but I thought what? that was an interesting point. I'm going to dig into it now. That is interesting. All right. Let's uh, let's ju just jump in. Um, I want to jump in and, and finish what we started Last week, where the episode finished the Noah and Abigail drama, because honestly, I think I'm in the minority about this. I have been practicing what I'm going to say all day long. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts and feelings. Um, and I texted you last night watching it and said some mean things about Noah, which I stand by, I'm going to be honest. Um, I by everything I've said in the, and am about to say as well. So, okay, I just quickly want to talk about this because in hindsight, um, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> it I doesn't know. matter at all, uh, which is kind of really annoying. But anyway, okay, so the whole Noah and Abigail breakup situation. I listened to a podcast this morning talking about it. I was very upset with what they, their point of view on it. I just feel like I'm in the minority because everyone is really rallying behind Noah and I literally do not understand. I literally, like, please tell me why. Like, I'm serious. <laughs> because I do not understand. Because everyone's saying, like, maybe, okay, so I've decided, I'm not mad at Noah for breaking up with Abigail. I don't really care that they broke up. I'm mad at Noah. The issue I have with Noah is the fact that he told her he was falling in love with her, 
didn't get a response. So he immediately broke up with her the next day and said, pulled the, well, you weren't my person. And I was thinking about, it was off for me for a while. That's what pisses me off. That's what I don't understand why people like the one podcast was literally saying like, yeah, Noah may have, might've come off harsh saying that Abigail's not his person, but like, Sometimes you need that. And I'm like, no, there is no need for someone to say, tell another person that you're not my, like, it's just unnecessary. And I, it just, I still don't even know what that means. So whatever. Yeah. It, it, like it's a cop out. It's a cop out answer. Like you just, you're it, not my like, person. Like, it's, like uh, it's, it's a cop out in the sense, uh, uh, as where also is a cop out. Like when a guy asks a girl out, uh, that he's friends with and she's like, we're, we're friends. You know, we're too good of friends. It would mess up the friendship. That's bullshit. It's a lie. It's a cop out. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah. But I don't know this, uh, this guy, this, I, I, there is no defense for this guy whatsoever. Like it, like you said, if you want to break up with somebody, dude, you are not obligated to be with anyone. Yes, you know, that's but, fine. Yeah. But then he's like telling her this thing we're talking about that, She's not his person, yet he's still saying, but I meant everything I said. Yes. He's yes. Like, so, yeah. So, so he's what he's saying is, I'm falling in love with you because he said he meant it. And that's what he said. So he's saying, I'm falling in love with you, but you're not my person. And I don't yes. want to be with you. One of that those. That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just be a man, dude. Balls up. Be a man and be like, Look, I, I was into you for a while, but then there was just something that wasn't missing. I wish I would have told you sooner. I'm sorry. Yeah. Let on, but I just, I can't go any farther. It, it, it's, dude, it sucks, but like, no matter what, when it's something like this ends, it, someone's going to get hurt. And yeah. the best way to do it is to be open and honest about it and respectful. And they, you know, she still would have probably been pissed off at him and mad, but in yeah. the end, eventually she still may be mad, but she will see that, you know, he, he did it in a respectful way, but he did nothing like that at all. All he had to do was tell her that his ego was hurt. He was really upset. He didn't say he loved her back, have that kind of discussion, whatever. Instead of like literally just being like, yeah, you're not you're not my person, and I felt like it's been off for like a couple days and stuff like that. And then, and I'm sure it's produced producers, whatever. The fact that he left and didn't say goodbye to anyone, whatever. But to me, that's when I messaged you when he like got in the car, left, have had Abigail go back, cry in front of everyone. To me, I was like. Noah's a pussy. Like, I don't care if the producers are like, Noah, you have to go now. You say, oh, I'm going to go say goodbye to all my friends, and I'm not going to make Abigail look like I know what you're trying to do. I'm not going to make Abigail look this way. Because it just makes Noah look bad. Like, it literally makes him look bad that he sent her in there. She's crying, of course. All the friends are like, what's wrong? Everyone else is crying. Because it's definitely the producers are trying to get all the other couples shook up. But that just makes... To me, it just makes Noah look like an asshole. Like, yeah, I mean, that's it, it's one of the many moments that are going to happen when you're doing stuff like this. But it's one of the many moments where uh, production decisions for for uh, for the value of content ends up putting people's feelings in, yeah. in jeopardy. 
Bradley and stuff like that. And as far as him going back, like going back to say bye to everyone is one thing, but the one girl was like, you know, like he didn't even come back and explain. And I'm sitting there yeah. yelling at the screen like, it ain't no one's business, man. It's That's the only true. Person he owes an explanation to is Abigail. Is Abigail? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't. No one else is own him coming back and being like, "I broke up with Abigail." Because like the only Abigail is yeah, you're right. Is owed that, but it it doesn't matter because they're together and they're in love and. <laughs> you better than that, Abigail girl. Call me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, call me too, girl. Let's go. Let's hang out. I'm sure you would probably like Sarah's husband more than me. He's younger and handsome. So, yeah, uh, scratch that. Abigail, call Sarah. Oh, my God. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Noah just really, just the way he, just the way he talks and the way he handles himself just really, like, rubbed me the wrong way. And he was just so, like... Yeah, like, I'm in love with her, but, like, not going to work out. Like, everything was just so matter-of-fact, and everything he said was correct. It just really bothered me, and I don't know. And even, like, she instantly, because I follow her on Instagram, she instantly posted this, like, really sweet video of him saying that she, like, loved him and stuff, and he didn't post anything about her until, like, 24 hours later, which to me, I'm like, mm, that's a little fishy, but it doesn't <laughs> Well, uh, one more thing about this Noah and Abigail thing. Um, uh, okay, so eh, it just went right out of my head. Never mind. Well, I'm going to ask with all the couples, um, do you think this will last? How long do you think it will last? Then, they're not engaged. They're just dating. No, I don't think. Yeah. Okay, I'll just say right now since you asked this, it's because for me it's easier to say which ones will last because it's a much shorter list. I honestly think None that for <laughs> Joe and uh, and his gal are going to work out. I really Me do. Um, and then uh, uh, I'm not I'm I not sure so. about Nikki and uh, and uh, Mar is it Mari? Uh, Nikki and Mari. I don't know about that. Kenny. I know his name. It's a joke. Uh, but but the other uh, oh, what's it? Uh, Riley and Marissa. Uh, yes, uh, they have a decent shot. I think. Let's okay. Let's talk about right. Should we just jump into the engaged couples? I mean, I just remembered what I was going to say about go Noah. go go. Okay, you were saying like his, how like his ego was hurt because she didn't say I love you back right away. Okay, from where I'm sitting, if I'm in her position and someone and we're having a discussion like this, like a, an end of the relationship type of discussion because your ego is hurt because I didn't say I love you back. And as we said last week, Abigail's deaf. So perhaps she didn't hear him properly. It took a little bit of time to read. She even did say that it took her a little bit of time to register. She said he talked really fast and she didn't yeah. catch it right away. So my question is, um, with him having that ego, why would, why would you be attracted to someone once you find out that like, that they're making this huge, uh, emotional and hurtful discussion and, and, and stuff based off of you didn't say I, like how I don't understand how she would want to be with him at any point after that kind of a move. To me, that's a red flag. Like yeah. in the future, what else is going to happen? I think it's, I think they're the, a couple that is going to work in the real world and paradise wasn't the right 
um, atmosphere for them. Because he even said, like, on his Instagram post, was like, we've learned to communicate a lot better. Like, I think them, like, they seem like the type of people that, like, like to explore, like to do things, and they're always, like, hanging out. I think that is a better match for them than just, like, launching around in the same space. Um, like, you know, like, I think they'll kind of grow the more friendship stuff while they're in a relationship than what Paradise was able to help them with, yeah. if that makes sense. No, no, that's true, and that goes to what I've been saying about all of these Bachelor shows, is that, you know, there's you ain't going to fall in love with someone uh, in that short amount of time, which I do want to backtrack a little bit. Um, John Roca's mom and dad uh, got engaged after their third date. and they Really? Were, yes, they were very much in love um, and had a great life. If you don't know who that is, uh, look up Schmodown John Roca. But that just, when I found that out, I immediately thought of me saying constantly on this show, there's no way, but for the, for the majority of the people, you're not going to fall in love with someone in this short amount of time. It's just not going to happen. I knew after I first uh, date with my husband, I knew. But you guys have been friends for like over a year or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my my thing here is that um, is that the expectations are too high. I mean, you're going in there to meet someone and try to get develop a relationship over, say, a month of time, and the expectation is to get engaged. That's a huge expectation. So, like, if the expectation weren't an engagement and it were more just like meeting someone and deciding whether or not you're going to leave and continue to develop the relationship or not, I think that would yield a lot better results as far as these couples because like you just said, dude, when you're lounging around on a beach and you can't go anywhere, you have no TV. And I've said it before that, you know, this is a lot of the stuff uh, that, that they need to really have on there. Like if I'm on The Bachelor, dude, I'm going to be asking these girls what kind of movies they like. Do you like Star Wars? What kind of music are you into? Uh, what, what kind of hobbies do you like to do? Do you like to fish? Do you like to be outdoors? Do things that matter that we would be doing in real life outside of this very unique situation. So yeah. the expectations are too high. If they would lower it to like, are you going to leave as a couple and pursue it further? we'd probably have a shitload of marriages from this entire franchise by now. That's what I was going to say. I think, I don't think every person goes in there, obviously to leave engaged at the end. I think the couples that work the best are the ones that leave not engaged. And then because they have that time and not that pressure, like there's a lot more couples who didn't get engaged that have that are now engaged together lasted a long time because there wasn't that pressure and, like, Abigail said, like, I don't think Abigail ever really went in there saying, like, I'm here for a husband. Like, Marissa was saying, like, I'm here for a husband. Mari said, I'm here to get engaged. Even Serena even said, like, this was not my expectations. And that's why I think Joe and Serena are going to last longer. Or I really do think that they will go the long distance. I really think that they will get married. I think so, too. I, I hope so, because they didn't have the expectation of going in looking for a husband and a wife. You know what I mean? I think when people go in with that, I'm leaving here engaged, then you're really just like, that's your main focus. You're not looking for the flaws or anything. You're just kind of like, I'm here to get married. I need to find my person, even if you don't realize you're doing that or not. Like, that's what you're doing. And I think that hurts you in the long run because you're not willing to like at maybe ask the harder questions 
because you're scared you're not going to get what you want in the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and speaking of which, if you don't mind, if we could use that to segue into uh, into uh, uh, I, I keep calling him Nicky. Now I can't remember his real name. Kenny. Uh, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> that, little inside jokes with calling people different things. But Kenny and Mari, okay, uh, hard decisions and hard discussions. I honestly was surprised to hear Kenny uh, bringing up the age thing as a part of his decision making. That to me, like. I, I'm I'm turning a little bit on the guy. Like I went in Me too. <laughs> weeks ago, and I went on a rant calling him a slut. Um, I'm sorry, Kenny. Um, I, I I very well may have been wrong, but no, he that was that showed a lot of maturity that I, from based on what production shows us, I never would have imagined he had. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, they have a they have a they have a shot. Um, yeah, I think so. I would be, to be honest, at this point though, now I would be more concerned about it not working out due to uh, uh, issues on her end as opposed to his. Because I, he comes off as a lot more mature, and I think I don't know anything about him, but if if I could put money on it, I would bet that this is probably like the most serious relationship he's ever been in, and his friends back home are probably like. How is he settled down? Like, they probably thought he would never settle down for another 10 years or so. I feel like he said as much. Like, I feel like he said in their fantasy suite, like, that's when I started to turn when he was telling Mari that him and his family never say they love each other and they show love in a different way, like, calling each other, like, whatever he said. And... Like, I think he said, like, my, like I never expected to get married or to have kids or, or do this, and this is why it's so shocking. Like, that made me, real, like, really realize, oh, okay, that's why Kenny can't form words what he loves about Mari. Like, he just hasn't ever really, like, been around that or what, whatever. So, uh, he really, I really turned on him and Mari. I thought they were really cute. Their engagement was really cute, really sweet. Um, I think... I honestly think all three of these couples are a really good match. Like, surprisingly. Like, I think... Yeah, I think it's just going to be, like, real life now. I think that's what's going to be the test of what it's like. I could see them all being together for at least a year. I don't know if they're all going to make the long... Because I also don't know what real-life situations are going to pop up in their lives to make it difficult. You know what I mean? Like, I know Joe and Serena are already talking in interviews about who's going to move where and what they're going to do and they're going to move in together, which, I mean, is I'm, I'm sure they're going to ask that a lot because of the whole Kendall situation, which we'll talk about. Um, but I, I really liked all three of these couples at the end, and I'm pretty sure I cried in all three proposals. <laughs> but the one I cried the most um, was Riley and Marissa's because when he <laughs> getting emotional also I was like home alone last night so I was just like sobbing in the bed like thinking <laughs> I was like this is so sweet no 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 um but when he starts talking to Marissa tell explaining his like vision for Sunday mornings and she's sitting there and I'm like this girl is like getting turned on <laughs> like because right. all girls love to hear their partners guys talk about being dads and wanting to be, especially with, like, having a daughter, like, we love that shit. <laughs> like, and I, 
I love to see like strong men like break down about like the future and 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 how excited they are to be a loving husband and a father. Like it gets me every time. <laughs> and I just thought it was I thought it was so sweet. And yeah, I was crying in the proposal. I was crying. I like how he messes around with her where he was like, I don't know. <laughs> she like when he was going to pull out the ring or like go into the fantasy suite and she's like, you need to stop doing that to me. Like, I don't, I just buy, I buy all three of them. Like, I just think they're all yeah. very compatible. Yeah. 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 Uh, definitely of the couples. They, if you're going to have three that are going to get engaged, they are the three that needed to be getting engaged. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joe and Serena, I I also got emotional with because you could tell and I watched Joe and Kendall on their season and I really like Joe and Kendall, but there's just something about like Joe and Serena. Like there he just is different around her and when his like voice cracked when he was like getting ready to propose, like it was just really sweet. I did not they really screwed over Kendall and Joe. Like I did not need her to show up and it was so awful. Like, I feel so bad for her. I felt so bad for Joe. Like, it was just like, what is the point of this? Like, why would you do this to them? Like that? Like if I was Joe, I'd be pissed. I would be pissed at Kendall. I, because we know it's all production and Kendall has says as much. It's, it was production was like, you need to go down and give him this speech before whatever to say you're moving on. Like, I would be so mad. How dare you have my ex-girlfriend, only my ex-girlfriend, come literally as I'm standing here thinking it's going to be Serena because Joe and Kendall never got to that point, and he said as much. They never got to the final, like, stand, whatever. So now they have this shot of them standing there at the proposal stage i was like this is just messed up like yeah it was yeah. it was it was awful i felt so bad well this is pointless and it seems like everyone on twitter is like why did they do this to them <laughs> like it's the draw it's the drama factor it's for the little teaser clips that we did not need like it was just so uh, unnecessary it, it, again you know like i pointed out earlier another of many examples of them uh Putting, uh, putting the the contestants' actual feelings in jeopardy for content. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, it, it, but as we've also spoken about before on this show, I mean, they know what they're signing up for. Yeah. Uh, but but there's still a line to me. Yes. I mean, still like, dude. I mean, there there's things that's like ne- maybe none of it's necessary, but th- this specifically falls under the unnecessary category. Yes. Yes, they know what they're signing up for, but would you really think that they would drag you out before your ex-boyfriend uh, proposes to someone? Like, that? I wouldn't think that people would scoop that low to do that. You know what I mean? Right, like, I'm right. sure Kendall didn't think that they were going to do that to her <laughs> So when she signed the contracts. But maybe she did. I don't know. No. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, we talk. anything else? Do you have anything else to say about the three happy engaged couples? No, I just, you know, just to recap that I, I actually enjoyed the episode. There wasn't a bunch of drama, but that's why I enjoyed it. Cause yeah. it was nice closing. It wasn't just a big shit fest uh, finale. Yeah. It had some nice closure to it. And, uh, 
and yeah, uh, and then we got that sneak peek of uh, Bachelorette, which I'm looking forward to, Midwest girl. So yeah, Mid man. But before we uh, do that, we talked about the happy couples. Let's talk about the breakup couples. Um, we had Natasha and Chelsea got sent home during the rose last rose ceremony, which I do not understand why they did why they did not have Sarah Hyland. Come and I thought that was a rumor that she was going to show up and host one of the rose ceremonies with, with Wells. Um, I think that was a missed opportunity. I feel really bad for Natasha. I wish she would have just been like, I'm, I'm going home. <laughs> like, I'm not putting myself through this. Uh, I feel bad for Chelsea, too. But the thing I want to talk about that I'm confused about is why the fuck <laughs> was Dean and Kaylin the final couple to talk about the, the fantasy suites and do the whole proposal stuff when they left before any of that. Like, and, like Dean is not traditional. Dean and Caitlin have already said that, like, they're technically, they consider themselves married. They're never going to get married. They're ne He's never going to propose to her. Like, he's said this multiple times. So why are they, they, they there? I cannot talk tonight. Jeez. Why are they there talking about how important the fantasy suites and love and, and getting engaged and stuff is when they don't believe in it? No, <laughs> like, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you are 100% right. I was wondering the same thing. That, and I couldn't, I couldn't remember, I, I recognized him and I remember him. Babies. I could not remember her name and I could not tell if that was the girl from the season. <laughs> and I just, and and then and then as they continued talking, I was like, "Yeah, that's her." So that's and her. it was so awful. Their talking was terrible. Like, were they reading something? Like, it was so stiff. Yeah. And I saw a tweet that said like Dean's Dean's reading these lines worse or is the worst I've ever seen. And I watch SNL every week. <laughs> and I was like, "Yikes!" It was so bad. They're just like, and we are here to find the love and you will get the fantasy suite day. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> like, yeah. this is not, does he not speak English? Like it was just so unnatural and it was really distracting. And yeah, um, but we had a song. You can memorize uh, like a, a very, uh, like a five minute dialogue. Come on, dude. I literally don't understand. I don't understand. It was really awkward. Um, we, okay, couples that broke up. There's just a couple I want to touch on. We were talking about Abigail and Noah a while ago. Um, you always got those, like, random couples that you know aren't going to, like, last and whatever. Oh, yeah. You had... <laughs> well, let's talk about... Okay, McKenna and Ed. Poor Ed. Ed was like, I'm going to the fantasy suite. I'm going to yeah. get some tonight. Oh. <laughs> He was like, like he said it like he just met her yesterday and he and he thinks she's gonna go to the fantasy suite. I was like, here's the Ed we know and love. I miss this Ed. <laughs> I mean, hey man, take your shot. Take your shot, yeah. Just shot, dude. Oh, what what is she gonna do? Say no? <laughs> Who cares? Poor girl, she was trying to be so nice because he was like, oh, we can like hang out outside of this, and she's like, yeah, he did not get no. it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, oh, poor McKenna. Um, I thought that was really funny. Okay, let's talk about my favorite part of the episode, which was just absolutely ridiculous, but what we love to see. Anna is, the whole time Anna's like, me and James will continue out of that. I, I kind of felt bad for Anna, but then I was also like, 
don't make me feel bad for this girl because she talked about how she had a rough year. I'm like, don't make me feel bad for this girl who literally ruined another girl's life by calling her a prostitute with no, like, facts or anything. Like, I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for you, Anna. Sorry. Um, I did a little bit, but sorry. <laughs> and she, like, tells... She says that I... I have this curse that every time I tell a guy I'm starting to fall for or start to like him, he stops liking me. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> interesting. Um, and you can tell James is just not really that into her. And he basically, he said, what did he say? He said it would be, un oh my god, hold on, I tweeted it. He said something that cracked me up. And I was like, are you serious? What something about greatest thing in the world like the greatest thing what followed all of this bit yes is, we're building up we're building yeah hold on I, got, I gotta find what he said it is quite a build up with quite a climb oh no champagne. james uh, james said when he broke up with anna he said we shouldn't adjust our standards to be together <laughs> which i was like that's rude <laughs> So what was he calling her dirty or something? Like calling I her guess he was saying that like she was not his type or like below his standard of girls that he usually dates. That's what it meant to me. And I was like, that's but, rude. But, but to break it down even further, to me, it comes off like he's calling her a slut or something. I which I don't understand nah, what that could mean. Like if she if you're saying that she's not up to your standards, then that means she's beneath you. But I don't understand. Like, does yeah, he mean he's qual he yeah make as much money as him? Uh, I, she doesn't. Uh, she likes the Star I just Wars think he wasn't attracted to her. I just think that she's not physically his type. Oh, his stand, like his beauty standards. Yes, I think that's what he was trying to say. Okay, that yeah. makes uh, my mind wasn't going there. That makes sense. Yeah, I think he's trying to say like attractive wise, like we should adjust our standards of what we think of each other. Which I was like, that's rude. And then he said, "Oh, I'm not really in a place like I'm not just not mentally in a place to like have a relationship or like get into a serious relationship." And I'm like, "Why are you here? Why are you on the beach? <laughs> why did you come here?" Well, we all know now why he came here. He goes up to Aaron and he goes. Okay, I'm, I'm leaving. You want to go, bro? And Aaron's like, okay. Yeah, no thought or hesitation at all. Just like, okay, yeah, dude, let's go. <laughs> I thought and it was a joke. I was like, <laughs> wait, No, what? the best part is he goes, okay, I got to go talk to Tia. He goes, Tia, can I steal you? As he's they're leaving with everyone still sitting there, he starts talking, and she's like, Wait, we're doing this right here? And he goes, Yeah, we gotta talk fast. James is waiting. <laughs> he told her, he tells her he's leaving before he tells her he's leaving. You know what I mean? Like, what is he's going on? He's like, It was fun. I had a great time with you. I gotta go. James is like waiting. He's holding the van. He's like, Go we'll get your number. <laughs> Do you think Tia was in on it? Like, do you, like they had to have a conversation beforehand? Like, hey, we're going to break up. We're not doing this. Like, you she, know what I mean? I think she handled it far too well for it yes. not to have been planned. It's Tia. <laughs> Tia had a mental breakdown every episode last season, like, <laughs> or the season she was on. Like, it's it's Tia. Dramatic. And when she started leaving with the suitcase and she's like, I hate these effing guys, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, she's in on it. Like, she's playing it up. <laughs> Which was funny. I thought it was, I thought it was great. Like, 
they're my favorite couple. That's what everyone's saying. They're my favorite couple to leave the beach. Like, they're roommates now. They're partying it up in San Diego. Oh, it was great. It was just what I needed. Um, and then the last breakup, which doesn't even fucking matter, was Thomas and Becca because they're still dating. So who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? I'm, I, under, I understand. I think Becca was like, Hey, I'm not getting engaged to you. This is this will be my third time getting engaged on the show. Like I'm not doing it because I'm rewatching Becca's Bachelor because she was the the former Bachelorette. I'm rewatching her season. She won the Bachelor season that she was on. Got proposed to. He, I think I told you this. He broke up with her like a month later to go after his number, his runner up. Wow. <laughs> so. Terror! It was awful. The whole thing. You can watch the whole breakup. It's it's terrible. The poor girl. Tia was actually supposed to be the Bachelorette because they were from the same season. But because Becca got broken up with that way, they made Becca the Bachelorette, which I think was a much better choice. I'm going to be honest. I'm not a Tia fan, if you can't tell. Right. Um. So then Becca got engaged to her final pick. They were together for like two years, and then um, last June. Uh, they broke up. She called off the engagement because of some politics um, differences, which we don't got to talk about. But so they broke up. So I think she was like, she even said as much. I wasn't looking for like a serious relationship and she was not getting engaged. I think Thomas would have proposed. So she was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, not again. Well, see, that's um, just the man, dude. Thomas, is, he wants to win. She's yeah. like, I don't want an engagement. And he's yeah. thinking, I want to win. So that's the difference there between the uh, minds. He was like crying. And then the part where like, it was, it was weird. Like I couldn't tell. Cause she just looked like she had no emotion towards it. Like she looked really kind of like pissed off by it. And I couldn't tell what was happening. If she was like, Hey, play it up. And he like played it up too much. Cause he was like, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> And then when he's like, my favorite part, when he's like, let me go, let yeah. me go, Becca, let me go. I was like, what? <laughs> this man is trying to get his moment. <laughs> like, what is happening? And she's like hugging him. And you could tell she was kind of like, dude, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing right now? <laughs> um, but they're together. They're happy. Apparently they've been, po I mean, we've known that they were together. The internet has known because they were stupid and he filmed um, after that, which we didn't watch the mental all for Katie season, but he was filming in Becca's apartment. Like people figured it, figured it out uh -huh. like way before the season. Yeah. He filmed, there was like a plant and a blanket behind him. And then Becca posted a picture of her. Like it was a different, angle but you could see the same blanket and same plant so people are like oh they're together <laughs> yep. yep and these these couples this season have been very sloppy that's all i gotta say like yeah. yeah and i i also knew that joe and serena were gonna get engaged i found out way long 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 time ago because someone spoiled it <laughs> like right as soon as the as they ended filming it leaked all over and it was all over TikTok that they got engaged. Because like, it was a big deal that, like, Joe got engaged. So it was all over. So I was like, dang it. <laughs> but Damn. that's okay. Um, but wrapping up, uh, what did you think? Normally we get a, what is it? Um, 
not what's it called like a live reunion jeez um we did not get one this year instead i don't think we will we got we got two weeks no you're right because i looked at tv guide uh online and it said local programming for next week so never mind they did not film a reunion that i know of um and we got instead we got the wrap-up did you watch like the end credit thing that they did with like yeah, yeah i did the montage what yeah. did what did you think of the montage fucking hilarious i, I loved, loved it. it it was so good it was so good i loved it she still hasn't found her dance partner tia uh yeah the shot about the uh the instagram followers was awesome oh my gosh <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I honestly forgot about them <laughs> i put I, an old leader laying low <laughs> i liked it i liked it so much more than a messy recap or not recap reunion where like half the people talk and we don't see the other people and it's like i it fe it felt in vibe with this show where the show was like kind of ridiculous and it felt like the you know the like graduation song like where we gonna come together i don't know the words like the vitamin c graduation song that's kind of how it felt <laughs> like this okay anyway it doesn't matter I liked it. I liked that we got to see, oh, um, Noah and Abigail rekindled, got back together. Becca and Thomas got back together. Um, yeah. Chris and Alana, Elena, whatever her name was, are still dating as well. They're the forgotten. No one cares about them. Um, but yeah, I really, I will take that over a reunion show any yeah. day. So, Bachelor, keep doing that, please. Now, Final thing, let's talk about what we thought of this season as a whole. I've seen a lot, I'm kind of surprised, I've seen a lot of mixed feelings about this season. Um, what did you think of this season? Uh, did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it, yes. Um, keeping in mind that I only have last season's Bachelor in Paradise to compare it to. I've only seen two seasons of this specific show. Um, there are elements from both that I that I really enjoy and elements that I don't enjoy. But if you if you sat me down and I had to rewatch one of the two seasons, last season or this season, I would rewatch last season. And it would only be because although I, I'm not a big Demi fan anymore, uh, I I would love I wouldn't mind rewatching the, the the one scene in particular of her and Wells uh, sitting at the bar making fun of everyone as they're you know whatever they're doing on the beach. That was awesome. That would be worth a rewatch to me. Yeah. Um. Wow. I guess I'm in the minority. Um. I think this was my favorite season of Bachelor in Paradise. I love this season. I think people that really like the messy drama aspect of the show really like this season because it was all drama. I love trashy reality TV, and that's what this show was. It was all drama. We didn't really focus on the love and the relationships till like, the last two episodes, which is fine. That's all I need. I don't need, like to watch these couples for six weeks, like, just fall in love. Like, I don't care about that. I want to watch people, like, yell at each other and, and 
trying to fight each other and all the drama. Like, there were so many twists and turns this season that I did not see coming from watching the previews at the beginning. Like, sometimes when you watch the first big preview, you're like, okay, this person's going to be with this person. And, like, Noah, there's, like, eight Noah and Abigail relationships that they never break up. This season, we had so many couples breaking up, getting together with other people, people coming in and leaving, and there for the right. Like, there's so much happening that I was just always entertained. I never knew what was going to happen. Like, I, the first week, thought Jasenia and Ivan were going to get together, like, be together at the end. That didn't happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's... Right, I, right. I could not have predicted, except for Joe and Serena, I could not have predicted what was going to happen this season. And for me, I really like that. I think if you watch the show purely for the romance, I think that's why a lot of people don't like the season. Because, like I said, like there really wasn't much <laughs> consistent romance this season. I think Bachelor in Paradise handles the drama better than Bachelor or Bachelorette because that's what the show... Like, it's fun to watch the drama more than it is to watch watch it with Matt James or Peter, where that was just all drama and no romance, because that's the show really is about the romance. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think, like, that's why I just, I just liked it so much. <laughs> I think it was, it was a lot of fun. I can't wait back, can't wait to go back and rewatch it. And maybe when I rewatch it, I'll change my mind, because I'll be like, oh my god. <laughs> There's so much that happens. But I really enjoyed this season. I'm actually kind of sad that it's over. Uh, Normally, by the end, I'm like, I cannot wait for this to be over. I'm kind of sad. I had a lot of fun. I think it ended perfectly. And it ended with three relationships and and engagements I actually really like and actually really cared about. All the couples I didn't like, like Kenny and Mari, kind of turned me around on them. So I'm ending at a positive note. I can't wait for Michelle season. It looks good. I hope it just keeps I hope it's as good as I feel right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. I get you. I think it will be. I think Michelle's season is gonna be really good. Like really, really good. So yeah. Any final thoughts on Bachelor Paradise season seven? Uh no. No, it's over and we get a it's break over. next week and then we'll be back. So Oh, break. Glorious break. Uh, Yes, we will be back um, in two weeks. Still probably Wednesday nights unless uh, our schedules permit it because Bachelorette is going to be on Tuesdays again. Um, Thanks, Dancing with the Stars and Monday Night Football. Uh, But yeah, we'll be back to recap all of Michelle's season. We can't wait. We're so excited. In the meantime, um... I'm going to switch it up. You should tweet the show what you thought about the season in our recap. And if you agree or disagree, please be nice. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> um, so please be nice. And you can tweet us at go get that rose on Twitter. You can tweet me personally and follow, not tweet me. Don't tweet me. You can follow me at um, S-C-B-O-C-K. And make sure you, you know, like the show, share the show, subscribe if you're listening on the podcast, come subscribe to us on YouTube. And also, you should follow Jay Wade. Where should they follow you at? Uh, follow me at Jay Wade 1134. That's the letter J W A D E 1134. And uh, as Sarah was saying, uh, follow this network uh, at the Jcast network on Twitter. 
And uh, on the podcasting platforms is where you'll find the show at the, uh, well, not at the J, but the Jcast network. And uh, we have <laughs> other content on here other than just Bachelor stuff too. So we have, yeah. a, we have a little bit of variety. So uh, come check us out. And yeah. 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 But we will see you back in two weeks. We cannot wait until then. Stay safe. Have a great time. You know, whatever. Bye. <laughs> something funny the mic wasn't on that whole time no way yeah for real <laughs> oh wow <laughs> so smooth